Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Oi. The boys on Footy Prime on occasion are known to use vulgarities and frankly appalling language. And sometimes tales are quite adult in nature. So keep the volume down if there are kiddies around. And thank you for listening. You're listening to This Just In on Footy Prime, your almost daily footy fix. It's Sunday. There's so much to talk about. You may not know where these games are being played or who's playing or what's actually happening. That's why you have us. This Just In. But what really makes This Just In special, at least today, it's not about talking about all these European superstars scoring goals in Major League Soccer. It's not about this revitalization at Toronto FC. What really makes this just in special today is the much-anticipated return of James Sharman. How was your pikeation, buddy? Which Eastern pikeation uh, was great. Which Eastern Ontario town did you go stealing recipes from this time? Just, uh, just Blue Mountain, and not a pie was eaten. I promise you, but it was uh, it was a nice little getaway. But I tell you what, I, I did miss you, you fuckers, a little bit. I have to say, so I missed foolish. you. And then I heard that you and Jimmy were out on, on Friday night at Beer Fest, Oof. and I could have made that had I known because I got back kind of late afternoon on Friday. Had he known? But, but no Jimmy's one told been me. talking about it since he joined the fucking show. No, but in March. I, the last time I mentioned it was, "Hey guys, are we doing it? Sunday's fine for me." And that's and then no one responded. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, yeah, go on Sunday. Who's going to go Sunday? Well, I would have gone Sunday. Yeah, we had to do this of, instead of doing this show. Yeah, boring. Don't you notice, I've left events early because this is the priority, man. Thirty laps of the Indy <laughs> in an eighty-five lap race because I had to be here. Hey, this is my with, job. Now. Imagine, imagine this podcast on a Sunday after having done what six hours of beer fest. It would have been amazing. I'll tell you one thing. Friday was absolutely rocking. In and fact, Brendan we did it several I, times. The best we, part of it was was just us and not the rest of you guys. That was the yeah, best part of it. Really enjoyed ourselves. Best night ever. Best ever. B, uh, can I see you in the office after the end of this podcast, please? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so Charm is the only one that got a real introduction. But yes, producer Dan Wong, as always here. Uh, Craig Forrest joining us again from the darkness of British Columbia. And Jimmy Brennan, my beer fest bud. And JC, who are you today? Telefrancais? Yeah. Does anybody remember Telefrancais? You might, Brennan Dunlop. Pourquoi? It was, a, it was a show. It was a children's French show that they used to show uh, at school when you, they used to wheel in the uh, the TV with the VCR. Oh, like Dimois 2, the big legume? Something like that, yeah. It was a, it was a talking pineapple. 
Okay. Uh, Anana was his name. Yes. And uh, it was a wonderful show. Tele Francais. Tele Francais. Tele Francais. So it's a good, good show. So have you Sounds been doing good. voice yeah. work for Tele Francais recently? Yes. Like- yeah. I've been doing a lot of uh, French dubbing uh, over English program. Like that kind of stuff. It's a, I've been covering the yeah, York United games. Actually, that's what it sounded like every time someone uh, at one of these beer tents was trying to offer Jimmy something new. To Jimmy, that's what he heard. He just went, can you give me a Corona? I don't know what you just said. Give me a Corona. Too many hops in what you just said. I stick to what I know. I've told you this before. I went and tried one craft beer didn't like it <laughs> smelt another one nope went straight not a fan, for the eh? corona right for the not corona a fan of the hops jimmy that's where we ended up the, D- the dj was on fire <laughs> it was uh i had a laugh at myself for spending the beer fest my first beer fest 80 percent of it in the corona tent um in front of the dj but it was a great time to jimmy's point it was a great time and so uh so they, they weren't just they weren't sex. just craft brews they were oh yeah, everybody. Was there. Thing. Everybody. Oh, yeah. All, all the all the big brands uh, were there trying to capitalize in the moment. Yeah, Corona got it right because they built this little gazebo and had this great DJ and it kept people away. It was full even when Nas was performing. People wanted to be in the in the Corona tent. Well, all the more reason to to be in the Corona tent when Nas is performing. To be honest with you, um, but I uh, Corona's a weird one for me because the minute like July hits, I like Corona, but then the minute August goes away. I, I can't drink the stuff. It's got to be a hot. It's a hot beer. It's a hot weather beer, isn't it? Mm. I can't do it any other time of the year. Can you do what would be described as winter beers in the summer, though? Because I had a buddy. We went to a, a game, and he's like, "Let's just uh, have a couple beers in the park, like Europeans do." Like, okay, great. So we're sitting under a tree, and he brings out four Kilkennys. I'm like, "Buddy, it's 35 degrees right now." <laughs> and he goes, "What is this? I, not I a can. summer beer?" I'm like, no. It's not a summer beer. <laughs> I, I know exactly what you mean, but I can do Kilkenny and Guinness mm-hmm. any time of year, but yeah. I know what you're saying. Yeah. Guinness I can drink. Guinness I find as refreshing as any drink in a hot day, for sure. Absolutely. Me as well. Me too. Hey, you know, so let me, so let me get this right. You guys went to a beer fest, but there's probably all sorts of microbreweries and fantastic yes. local breweries and just dozens and dozens of the best you could possibly get, and you were at the fucking Corona tent. <laughs> yeah, well, I did. I did try Great Lakes, and they Wait, did and have. You a, sniffed another beer, and that was they it. Had, they had a they had a nice lager. Then I went somewhere else and I looked, and <laughs> it was like flowery and hoppy, and I was like, "Oh, come on, this shit's not for me." And I'm a firm believer: you stick to what you know. Oh yeah, so, Mikabalo Ultra is awesome. No, they didn't. <laughs> they, 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 they didn't. They didn't have a tent. Say that but again, Craig. Bastard. That's what you are. Say that again, Craig. How do you say that? How do you say that, Craig? Say it one more time. Which one? Michelob Ultra. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can pronounce every Michelob team in the Rob. Bundesliga, but he can't say Michelob. Yeah. Hey, by the way, they had this DJ. His name's DJ Backup. Biggest TFC fan ever. He was rocking in that Corona place, wasn't he? Yeah. B? Yeah, he was good. He was good, man. He was wicked. Who was he playing? Um, oh, a little bit of Funky House. Yeah. There's a couple, a couple garage tracks in there. Yeah, like you mix them with a yeah. modern beat. But yeah, I, I could hear. I think I heard some Kano over some uh, mm. what I describe as Vegas pool party beats. Mm. Yeah, but I heard some Kano. And my first pint that I actually had, and I'm 
bit mad at myself was a Miller Lite. Really? Wow. <laughs> Where was I? Oh, man. What the hell? Huh? I, I don't remember that. I thought we had that flying squirrel or whatever. That was the first one I had. No, we had the Great Lakes. And then oh, okay. I think I you went to the other one. And it, that Miller Lite, there was nobody it. there. So I just went, give me one of yeah, those. That's what happened. That's. You go to the. That's why I had. I spent eighteen dollars on roasted corn because nobody was in line. Everyone was in line. So, for, so you guys went it together and then just split apart and went your separate ways, a bit like a husband and wife at a party, and then got back together at the end. No, it's just because you what knew people kind of all around. What party are you talking about? One with keys. Parties, you go to parties, and the first thing you do at a party is leave, leave the your partner. Oh, yeah, God. don't you? <laughs> Yeah, because the suburbs they, got they them. Creep the girls out more on a when they're by themselves. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. How can I leer at someone with the missus beside me? Yeah, <laughs> looking for the weak gazelle. No, yeah, was, uh, at the watering hole. <laughs> <laughs> it was cool to bump into people that you haven't seen in a long time or or haven't spoken to recently. Like everybody was out and about. Uh, Jimmy's walking, and there's a guy with his back to him wearing a Temu Puki Norris jersey. Jimmy taps him on the shoulder and then says something to him. The guy looks up right away and, and clocked Jimmy immediately. And holy shit, man. Couldn't believe his luck that it was Jimmy tapping him on the shoulder. I think he was just anticipating getting chirped. Maybe that had been his whole day. People were taking the piss out of him. So here's another one. And he looks was up it? and it's you. Was it Colin Samuel? <laughs> <laughs> wasn't Most Colin people Samuel. wouldn't would know the Norwich jersey. Actually, they probably would because they've been up and down, up and down, up and down. Uh, anyway, they were serving some good beers uh, there. Um, do you know what they're serving uh, at BMO Field now? Happiness. Pints mm. and pi- kegs of happiness and joy. What did you how think much, of? How much do you pay for the happiness? Because the beer is expensive. <laughs> so, I guess about so 20 million. Too. 20 million. So is the happiness. <laughs> Reportedly 16 million after tax uh, and then 12 million before tax for the other guy. So yeah, yeah. yeah happiness is as expensive as the beer. Well, it should be half price because then you play for half the fucking game. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah this is what made it so perfect, though, right? The the first half was a uh, example of what the future is going to be, and the second half is what the, the this whole season has been so far. Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly that. I mean, yeah. I, I just thought that with the two of them, that first half, they looked like a European giant, yeah, playing an MLS did. team on a preseason tour. Right, they did. Mm-hmm. They With the exception of Everton, did. obviously. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it was it was amazing for a team. A team has got a lot of work to do still. If they yeah. have a chance of making the playoffs, it sure is a, an exciting time for them. Yeah. Man, oh man, it was great. Desky, he's gonna he's gonna be a superstar too. Yeah, I spoke he's, with he's uh, to watch. Like a rock star. I spoke with yeah. Stoli after. I spoke with Paul Solteri after, and uh, I just you know said said congratulations and you know great performance. But he said that the quality in the training and the games, everything, he goes, it's through the roof right now. Yeah. He goes, the standard was down here. And he goes, it's amazing how much professionalism and quality that these guys have brought. And you could see it. It was evident in the game. Instant. I mean, to go 4 0 up in the first half. I mean, when was the last time we seen TFC do that? And it could have ever. been six. Yeah. And it, it could have been first, six. First time ever they yeah. scored four in the first half. Bruno Esky missed one. I think it was before they even got the second one. And the way it just kind of fell. But what really stood to me, and I, I, I was standing in the south end of my normal seats in the south end. I love that they were attacking that end because at first I thought, ah, the way TFC usually are, all the goals are going to come in the second half. Are we missing out on this? But you're watching Insigne run right at you. The overlaps that Insigne and Crescito were running 
were honestly too much for Mark Anthony K. Or at least that's what I believe because they switched him and Azorio was on that side. And I was just thinking about these guys, you know, how much it is to anticipate the moves that these guys are going to make, right? You, you have to, yeah. obviously they're processing the game at such a faster level than you, the MLS domestic base player who's only ever played here. But in watching it, it's like, holy shit, not only are you anticipating what they're going to do when they get the ball, I feel like you got to anticipate what they're fucking thinking before they get the ball. Yeah. Because Insigne and Crescito were so goddamn quick off of those taps and overlays that it seemed like Kay and Osorio were, were just you know, a fraction of a step behind because no one's ever done that with them before. Yeah, they you know, that's going to take a little bit of time, right, to, to adjust and um, and for them to all really be cohesive. But I, I'll tell you one thing. I thought Oso and I thought Michael Bradley were brilliant. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I thought mm-hmm. they were brilliant. They they kept a fantastic rhythm in the game, but you could see that their standard elevated playing with these guys now. Huge. As compared to when they were playing with mm-hmm. the younger boys. Right? It was mm-hmm. night and day just watching them. I was And that wow. little touch by Insigne for that Bradley goal was oh. just it was oh. it made it. It made it. It was like that's not happening unless he's got that vision. Yeah. yeah. It was a great finish we by give, Michael as we well. Give oh, Michael credit yeah. for that as well, right? Because how many times yeah. over the years have we seen uh, one of the top TFC players, you know, a DP try something like that, and then the freaking dirt tracker around him has no idea what's going on and doesn't make the run? Happens all the yeah. time. But Bradley's got that. I know he's he's clearly in decline. He's not the player he used to be. We know that. But he's still got that IQ about him. He can still read a play. And he read that beautifully. And you're right. I mean, he was that was vintage Michael Bradley. That's as good as we've seen him since they won championship, right? He was superb, I thought. And you talk about other players lifting their game and elevating their play around these these essentially world-class players being brought in. Why is that, Jimmy? How does that happen? When you are a organic being with a brain and two legs and you are a footballer, but this this X factor arrives close to you and suddenly you're a better player. Why is that? Well, it's just because you you start thinking the same, right? So if, if I'm playing with somebody that's of a lower standard, you give him the ball and then you're hesitant. Oh, you know, do I go? Or is he going to see my movement? Is he going to see my run? Do I trust him in possession? Because then if I do give it to him and he loses it, I'm out of position. Like I got I to gotta make sure that I get this ball back mm-hmm. and win it. Where when you're playing with someone with a very good IQ, and you can match that IQ. If I give it into you, I'm gone because I know you're going to find me. You're not losing that ball. And so that's why you'll start seeing them now when they give them those plays. There's a trust now, and then they'll start making their runs, and they'll start playing off of each other. Mm-hmm. That's just like throwing segues to each other, isn't it, yeah. B, in the podcast? And yeah, it's what they do exactly off the ball as well. They, yeah. um, you you got to watch what the players do when they make these runs off the ball that are so crucial to what's going to happen next. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they, they're just so intelligent, yeah. brilliant. I mean, the quality was absolutely evident. Yeah, no, it is. And the thing is, too, and a lot of people don't realize the guys that are at the, the top level and the guys that hovered kind of towards the, the bottom a little bit. It's all about your thought process and how how fast you read and see the game. Mm-hmm. Right, that's what it is. That's that's a difference because you mm-hmm. can play with someone in the fifth division who's very athletic and faster than you, or might have a good ping, but his thought process isn't the same is what the guys are at the, the highest level. Mm-hmm. So now when they're Michael and Norso and these guys are playing, because they've got quick thought process, they, mm-hmm. they can adapt with these guys because they see the game quick. They see the movement mm-hmm. quick. They're always watching. Mm-hmm. That's I wonder difference. how many TFC fans out there, though, at halftime when they saw the subs, thought to themselves, oh, shit, this game's not done yet, is it? This could be turned mm-hmm. around any time now. It's just the four. 
<laughs> right? I, I bet there were fans out there in the stands thinking that to themselves, thinking, man, I, I, this could turn around in a hurry. So the fact they got the clean sheet, I'm sure for Bob Bradley, as much as he enjoyed the first half circus, I'm sure getting that clean sheet rewarded him just as much. Right. I mean, honestly, a though, long time. It was such a party. You could literally hear people in that the first few minutes of that second half when people clocked and recognized, well, the Italians aren't there. Like it was just pockets that would pop up. Happened to me. It was the 49th minute where I'm like, wait a second. Why is Jaden <laughs> Nelson there? I'm like, oh, they're both gone. But the bright yellow boots were gone. Insignia's bright yellow boots. How was I it think, I think it's, I think Insignia had maybe a half a million dollars worth of jewelry on on the bench. <laughs> that tracksuit alone was worth a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's all blinged up. He did. Hey, what, they better the have drum. security in the dressing room or wherever he's putting all that. Yeah. And Jimmy, Jimmy's left. That's no problem anymore. <laughs> uh, you know what? Here's one for you as well. Like, I, I don't mind <laughs> if at halftime you go and you have a shower, right? You get pulled off. But at least come back out in a tracksuit. Yeah. Like, come back in TFC gear and sit in the bench with the team. Like, not go inside and, you know, do everything up, do your hair, put all your bling on, and then come and sit up in your going out Ooh. gear on the bench. Oh, boy. Here, here it is. Here it is. It's beginning. You know what I mean? No, it's weird. He didn't. He didn't come to the South End with the rest of the players to clap the fans either, which I thought was wild. I wasn't expecting them necessarily to do the drum. I think Michael Bradley said, "No, bigger game, guys. Let's wait, bigger game." But then they go and post on Instagram this team photo, like they just won a trophy. Yeah. Well, they should be That's proud not, of their performance. They can be. They've been so waiting Bradley, a long time for that. Mike, Michael spoke to his dad straight after, and I'm not, not sure what's being said, but that's when Michael then said to everyone, "Come on, get off the field. They got bigger things to worry about." But. It's interesting. I mean, would you put it down to a little ignorance on the Sinier's part, Jimmy, in that place? You know, it's a new club. He's he's not used to the culture, perhaps, in that room. Do you no, think he'll I don't learn? Know. Do you think, or is that just him? I, I don't know. Maybe it is just him. You mean the reason why he didn't go to the that end? Just the the whole the show comes back on great. the bench. The show. Well, I think the bottom line is he he he's here to prove himself, and that one game's not proved himself. Mm-hmm. They got. They're basically bottom of the league. You know, it's they got a lot of work to do to still make the playoffs. They're bottom of the league. Like let's let's go to the end zone when we make the playoffs. But this is modern, modern day entertainment, I suppose. But it's it's it, it is a little. Uh, I can see why. I, I mean, I wouldn't do it personally. I could see why Insignia didn't wouldn't do it. It's like the Jays doing the Gatorade shower every freaking other game. Right, it's just too much. It used to be you do that when you won something. Now it's you know oh, oh they won two they, games they, in a row. That's Gatorade shower, the freaking starting pitcher. Yeah, yeah. bullshit. They do it well again. To to Bradley's credit, if it was in fact Bradley, I know from being with the guys who have the drum who offered to put it over the railing, and Bradley said not tonight, guys. But he was still there clapping. But usually the whole bench comes over, the yeah. whole squad comes over, and just because of clap, you don't have to, didn't have to be dramatic. But again, this the photo on Instagram. I understand why they're celebrating. That looks like the, it meant a lot to them. Like to me, that that spoke more volumes uh, than if they had come over and played the drum once or twice. So, are you saying, to, B, that there's a, there's a huge disconnect between the room and the fans now, and we can start criticizing them over that? It's been <laughs> no. too much positive stuff. Let's start hammering them now. Nah, he's nah. getting ready for that Canadian championship. He wants to put that next to his Euro. 
That's it. Yeah, the 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 reason that he went to, to <laughs> the reason that he went to go change is because he was uh yeah he just he had to get ready for this press conference right which is foreign to them in the middle of a season to sit like a, a pre match Champions League press conference day um, a little better than when Jermaine Defoe was around and they were doing scrums in the change room which confused the hell out of him if you remember that story Charms apparently no one prepared him for that. No, yeah, yeah no, we, we, yeah, we, we spoke about that um, a few weeks back. Yeah, that was a yeah. weird one. So, so but I think because of COVID, they're, they're not doing that stuff yeah. anymore. No, Sharp, no, but Sharp. they still did the presser, like a full yeah. presser. So, if you're in Signe, well, you've never done that post match. You only do that pre match for the Champions League. I can see him thinking it's a bigger deal. Yeah. So, sorry, what's Jimmy smiling about? Yeah, what are you laughing at? I was, I was about Jimmy loved the scrums and the bet. Uh, I, I, was about, I was about to say, Charm, Charm's misses uh, the Willy watching days. <laughs> when I used do. To come in. <laughs> yeah. You used to come in for an interview and Willy watch. Yeah, the old comparisons. <laughs> the comparison watch, you know? It's just, I do miss those good old days. You know, you know more about the player than you do nowadays. <laughs> that guy's got yeah, quite exactly. the hammer on him. That yeah. guy doesn't. Hey, you, you're looking at Jimmy's willy while you're doing an interview. It's like, yeah, I was, like, I, my I, eyes are up I, here, Shams. My eyes are up here. I kept on telling them, hey, big guy, get those arms up. Uh, get those eyes back on my eyes, man. <laughs> <laughs> I think I told this story on the show before. And then it's worse when he went to give me a handshake and got the wrong hand. <laughs> Took it too far. <laughs> too far, Jimmy. Too far. <laughs> <laughs> So good. thanks, Warner. Always now. bringing her back to sense. Oh yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's my. That's what I do. Way to yeah. produce the show, Wonger. <laughs> uh, hold on, I got a quick one here. One of my favorite stories from the score was uh, you're behind the scenes. You're putting the highlights up. You're plowing through games. You're doing six games in three hours, right? So you're trying to get everything out as quick as possible. And at some CFL game, in the post comment, the players ripping the officiating or whatever. And the com- the clip is great. Okay, sweet. So you're sitting there waiting on this, and then someone comes out of the shower, and there's a there's a dick in the pack. Ah, damn it. Okay, can't use that clip. On to the next one. Send it in. A producer comes and watches these before it goes to air. So a producer comes in. <laughs> Charms, it was Darren Wall. And he comes in. He's like, hey, CFL, great to pack. Except, uh, guys, there's a dick in your pack. <laughs> they forgot to take it off the timeline, and they served it to, to go to air. It didn't go to air, but uh, there's a dick in your pack. <laughs> One of the highlights of uh, my tenure at the score. Taking a box. Uh, so, hey, Craiger, uh, you'd said they got a lot of work to do before making the playoffs. Um, I think regardless of the results today, because there's uh, two matches here on Sunday as we're recording this, there's six points out of a playoff spot. They have 12 games remaining. It's hard to think that they're not going to make the playoffs with just six points to cover. The way they played yesterday with that lineup in the first half, you would think so, but we'll see. We'll see. Trouble is the number of teams between them, right, in the playoffs. It's not so much the points. It was five entering the weekend. What is it now? Let's have a look here. I think you know how that is. It's so hard to claw back those points from those teams. Yeah. Uh, Where is it? If they win three on the bounce, they'll be back in the pitcher. Mm-hmm. But amongst these teams, right? Hold on, still did five. I get it right? Six? It's still five it's still teams. Five. Okay. Yep. Vancouver's an interesting one because, I mean, they got smashed by the fire, but uh, they're only, well, last night they were a point out of playoffs. 
Uh, going into four, points four out. out. Yeah, That's now four, four, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that four. was a bad result last night for them. But the teams between them also include Charlotte. Cincinnati's right now got their hands on that last playoff spot. New England's not good. Miami's not good. Atlanta haven't played to their level. So, yeah, there are bodies in between them, Charms, but they're better. It's, it's definitely possible, yeah. You're right. No, there's no doubt. It's definitely possible, and this is MLS, right? We said this all year long, right? When when we looked at this team before the season, we thought they're going to make some changes mid-season. Just stay in the hunt. Try and stay yeah. in the hunt somehow into the summer. And they did that. But then they began dropping more points recently. But they are, like you said, they're, they're still – there's a definite – Outside chance they can do this, yes. But I still look at the number of teams between them and the rest, and I think that's a lot to claw back. And we will see, right? They've got games in hand, though, right? Haven't they? Let's see here. No. Uh, nope. They, they don't. No. <laughs> okay, no, they don't. In fact, three of those teams have played fewer games than TFC. So, again, yeah. it's more mm-hmm. difficult. It's just, yeah, it's, the, the, other, the other thing that's difficult for them as well is they've got seven away games. Yes. Seven away games and only got five at home. And how how now, many wins do you think they need? Seven or eight of the twelve remaining. Yeah, I I wouldn't bet against them getting less than seven. Yeah, yeah. So let's say seven. Uh, throw a few draws in there. Mm-hmm. But we see teams. Points. We see this bounce from teams a lot, right? New players come in, new manager, whatever it is, and they bounce, and then they they decline again. That's still possible. This team's been poor all season long, and these guys are obviously helping this team get to that next level, but. They might also regress back to their average at some point. That that first half was exceptional, and Charlotte mm-hmm. were awful as well. So I well, think- and, and you know they give up goals. Toronto, let's face it, just about yeah. every game. So you got to win two. Yeah. You got to score two to win games. And if you're gonna if you're gonna give them up soft at the other end, and you're picking up draws instead of wins, that's not going to help you either. So there's still that question mark at the back. Yeah, did anyone think- point out? Sorry, Jimmy. Did anyone point out that our Hall of Fame uh, keeper? Last night on the dark web said it was going to be a draw. <laughs> Craig, Craig was like, "Hey, it's going to be a draw." And I, I go, honestly, on I, Twitter, I felt Tweeted it in out. my ball. I felt it in my ball. It <laughs> must have been the one ball. in the jar, though. It, it must have been the one they took out. <laughs> it, it wasn't. It wasn't a crystal ball, though, was it? Obviously, no. It's the one that's no. under a bush somewhere. Crusty ball. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel that's it. Why, I just felt it in my ball week. again. I had another uh, another one. I. I my gut feeling is that York United are not going to make the uh, playoffs. Well, that was a good call. <laughs> <laughs> Having seen them just today, saying, I have to agree just with throwing you. it yes. out there. Yeah. Uh, way to produce the show, Wonger. You've just taken us all the way to the bottom of my rundown. Uh, York United nil. I didn't do that. I didn't do that. I thought you were going to say Craig's ball was at the end of the, <laughs> end of yeah. the rundown. Come on, right. man. <laughs> Craig Bull talk. <laughs> Item 17. Uh, <laughs> one of the things that was last mentioned. Before we pivoted to Craig's ball predictions, the back line questionable. Daniil Henry uh, has been signed to come back onto that back line. I thought he looked decent. Um, yeah. they, they were under pressure in the second half a little bit, but I thought that the, you know, he was he a split second away from giving away a penalty. Mm-hmm. What about the back heel to his keeper? Yeah, that, that was also uh, ballsy. Stephen Caldwell had a heart attack in the booth. It was funny as hell. <laughs> that was great. He said to Luke, goes, by the way, I did not teach him that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, that was his 94th appearance for TFC. So he's, he's going to hit a century this year. Um, 2014 was his last yeah. appearance. You tweeted it, uh, Gregor. You, you mentioned it. 2,828 days in between his 93rd appearance for TFC and his 94th. 
he's done a lot of traveling. He's been a lot of places mm -hmm. in between, eh? Mm. Yeah. But he seems like he's he's finally had some luck with uh, staying healthy, which wasn't the case earlier in his career. Yeah. So if he can do that in a setup now where, you know, I think he can benefit from playing around some great players as well, some great players in front of him. Yeah. You know, I think it's it's good for him. It's good for TFC right now, and it can be good for Canada come Qatar. I like him. You can see he's, there's there's more maturity about him as well. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when you travel and you go play in other leagues and you, you mature a lot a lot quicker than what you would if you just stay in your own backyard. And you could see that as well last night when he the way he was playing. There was a little bit of confidence about him. I like him. I, 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 was, I always liked him. I always liked Daniel. Oh, I do too for you know ninety nine percent of the time. You know, yeah. and that's the the downfall for him and why he never made it in you know the Premier League is that he it, everybody makes mistakes but he made too many and managers don't feel safe about that it's like goalkeepers that make mistakes you just there's no confidence in them so yeah. managers lose confidence very very quickly in players like that and they send, seem to move around yeah. and let me ask you this so as a defender jimmy he'll even craig you can mention this too when, when you see a striker that's slumping right he scores a goal and then that slumps over the confidence returns instantaneously where the defender is making mistakes, you know, and a bad run of games, um, what is it that gives him the confidence for a defender? Is it one great tackle, one great block, a clearance? I mean, you would think it'd be more than just that. Yeah, no, it's, it's literally games, yeah. isn't it, Jimmy? Like, yeah. it's, like you really got to think about it as games. If you make a mistake, you're like, I've got to be pretty much, you know, mistake-free for the next three or four four games, you know. You got to make them. Well. You got to make them very on a very mm -hmm. rare occasion. Otherwise, you yeah. you you'll find yourself down divisions. Yeah, yeah. and you you got to think as well. You know, with a striker, if he's in a little bit of a slump. Whatever, he's he's up there. He's at the other end, right? Where as defenders, if we make a mistake, there's an opportunity. Uh, there's an opportunity that mm -hmm. you're going to give a goal away, or they're going in one on one with it with with the keeper. So. Your mistakes are terrible at times because you're always worried that they're they're going to end up getting a shot, they'll get a goal, and that's why I think a lot of the times too, when you when you continue to make mistakes, and they always tell you right, if you if you mess up, make sure that your your next pass is simple, simple, just kind of gradually get yourself back into the game because it's all about the confidence. Mm. Play within yourself a bit. Yeah, can, sometimes can you try to do our, too much. Let me ask our two former players here: Was the one play that stands out more than any other in your careers that you struggled with that that really lived with you for, for a while was there one in particular you can think of craig uh well it wasn't so much a mistake but it was a it was a goal i think i might have been able to save if i saw it and i was qualifying for 94 we were we were beating mexico city or mexico we were beating mexico at varsity and Hugo Sanchez hit a shot that went through Katzlev's legs, and it was one-one at halftime. And that was that was probably the one because I knew if I could keep a clean sheet in that game, we were headed to the World Cup. So that's one that sort of stuck with me. Definitely the game itself too stuck with me more than any other football game I ever played, even the nine-nil, because of what it could have meant. Because you were that close to the promise. So there. close, the moments. Yeah. Do you still think, feel right? nauseous thinking about it? Uh, not so bad these many years later. Feel nauseous about other things. 
<laughs> personal, <laughs> personally stuff, personal stuff, not so much football stuff. What about you, Jimmy? Was it was a one mistake? Uh, no. I mean, look, it, I think throughout the years you you make a few mistakes in football, right? Oh yeah, it's you have a few part, beauties. Uh, are part of the game, you know, where I've gave gave away penalties. I remember Birmingham City were winning, and then I end up giving a penalty away to uh, Emil Heskey like the last five minutes or something like that, I think that in the game, you know, and that costs you a couple points. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the problem, you know, being a defender at times is that, you know, your mistakes can cost the team big time. Whereas midfielders, if they make a mistake, okay, well, you got the defenders in behind you that can help you, right? The strikers, okay, you still got layers. You got <laughs> midfielders, you got defenders and everything before they're getting to the goal. Whereas defenders, you're defending 1v1, you're in the box, give the ball away or it's a clearance, the ball comes over and you head the ball down into the wrong area, a guy comes in, snatches it, goal. Yeah. You know, so it's uh that's that's the one part about being a defender. One of the uh mistakes. one of the most probably character building things that I ever had happen to me is I threw one in an Azteca and 120,000 people. Every one of them loving what they saw. Not a person in that freaking building Azteca. Was happy about it. <laughs> was that our four nil? Was, was that our four nil loss? Uh, no, I don't think so. Wasn't that the game when we we came in at halftime? It was nil nil, and we're going. We got these guys on the ropes. It, it was rammed. No, it wasn't that. And game. we went out second half, couldn't breathe, fell apart. Four nil. Well, yeah, that's right. I, yeah, nil nil at half. Yeah, we're like, we got them. The fans are there on their backs. Oh. Yeah, then I looked around and Dasso had foam, foam like coming out of his mouth. <laughs> yeah, he had foam coming out of every orifice, and I was like, "Oh fuck, we're we're all so, just we're, we're all so just, yeah, done." We're just sitting there with our with our boxers on, briefs on, with ice bags all over the place. Just the trying sun to cool is down. coming down. They're playing you midday, like the sun is coming yeah. straight down. There's no shadow. Oh, it was miserable. <laughs> hey, what's what's worse, Jimmy? Playing in the humidity or playing at altitude like that? Altitude's a beast. Uh, because when you're playing down there in Mexico, it's altitude plus the heat. Yeah. So imagine trying to make a run. And the pollution. You're so hot. And then your recovery, because you can't catch your breath. Yeah. So you're trying to get back in position and you're just, in the end, you just give up and you're. I think Mexico City, every day, they uh, there's so many people there. It's such a massive city. They. They swap cars on there every other day who can drive, who can't. But mm. I think they actually, when there's a national team game there, I think they, everybody drives. So the pollution <laughs> is just, you can see it. You can yeah. almost cut a knife with it. Yeah, it's disgusting, the pollution. Your black shit coming out of your hooter when you're blowing your nose. It's, it's... I didn't know what I a hooter was you, there you... for a second. <laughs> I spent a, um, some time in Kuala Lumpur, which is similar, right, with the pollution. And after days... You know, walking around town there, like you're you're blowing your nose, and it's just black. Mm-hmm. It's just awful, awful. I can't imagine playing a sport in that. No, Jesus, I couldn't either. But the humidity, like if, even if you've just gone for a run in Toronto on those days when it's forty, it's only thirty-two, but the humidex makes it forty. Mm-hmm. Even when the sun goes down, like it's difficult. Yeah, so Sad. I couldn't imagine Florida. I don't know how people live there. I couldn't. I couldn't imagine playing in Florida. No, but interesting no, talking points. I like when we, we take it down story, uh, story time lane. 
Yeah, Houston. No, Houston sounds crazy. Jimmy, was it you talking about your shoes melting? No, that was Charms. That was, that was Charms. Standing in the parking lot? Yeah. Yeah. That place is disgusting. Just As a disgusting. whole or the stadium? No, the, the, the weather. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. The weather. Oh, the real. people too, Jimmy. You were going to say the people too, right? I yeah, heard people, you. People are fine. <laughs> people were fine. Um, yeah. I don't remember chapter titles, but I do remember a great D-Row line from the book where he said that uh, in Houston, you know, we're out there training and uh, it's too hot to be outside degrees. Like, the fuck are people doing out here? It's like it's it's a thousand million degrees outside. Yeah, like we're training at seven a.m. First time he's the first time he saw the yeah. the schedule at seven. He thought it was a typo. They all did. They're like, no way, it's seven a.m. They'd never been there. They just moved from San Jose and didn't realize what they were walking into in March or February. Yeah, it was. San Jose, that perfect dry weather. Mm. Even Vegas looked all right for the El Clasico. Yeah, yeah, I wanted to get there. We can jump there now. Barca won El Clasico 1-0 in Vegas. 61,299 there. Las Vegas not hosting a World Cup game in 2026. I wouldn't be surprised if that changes. Some city's not going to pay the bill, and Vegas will be the first one up. Playing El Clasico's in these preseason tours, don't you think it cheapens? No. That match is. It's fucking great. I don't know. It's amazing. The game means shit, apart from a bit of rivalry with these plastic fans. Means nothing. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, Plastic we... fans. Look at, this. Look at him go. Go on, Charms. Keep going. Get it off your chest. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you you yeah. might From as well upset your two of the biggest clubs in the world. Yeah. Start digging. Start digging. Oh, classical should digging. mean something. It should mean something in a cup or in a table, not to make as many freaking dollars as possible, euros as possible. Oh, it, here we it, go it, again. It, this guy it, defining it, what a fucking championship such, is. It's so much bigger than that. You get these Americans with their Real Madrid and Barcelona shirts. You know, they purchased for 140 pounds or dollars. You know, I'm the biggest Real Madrid fan out there. No, you're not. You live in the States. It only took us it only took us 39 minutes before that miserable charm started to pipe up. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. Wow. Mrs. No, he's made he's over me though. Come on. These preseason tours, we know what they are, and that's fine. They're, they're money makers. We know that. But when you pit these kind of games together, it's not the real thing. The players don't think it's the real thing. No, of course oh, it's shit. not. But I'm more amazed by the fact that there's sixty one thousand people in that place and they're thousands of miles from their cities. And how popular the game is in the United States. It's just so fragmented. It's so fragmented that even me. us not following the these games. Classical. Of course it means nothing. I would also real could have played anyone else and still got sixty one thousand fans. Okay, no. so here's one for you, Charms. Yeah, they could have. I mean, I'm gonna chuck this back at you. Okay. Okay. Say Liverpool and Everton played in Michigan. Hundred and something thousand seats. Yeah. Would you go? Pointless. Would you go? Not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying massive derby, massive I'm derby. Not saying the fans shouldn't go. Obviously, listen, you get a chance to see it, but I'm saying it cheapens the event. That derby, be it the Liverpool derby, El Clasico, whatever, it cheapens that event because that event should mean something more important than just making dollars. Okay, so how about this one? I'm going to give you another one. Now, you get an average Joe who can't afford to. Get a ticket over in Barcelona or Real Madrid, okay? Can't afford a flight, accommodations, take time off of work, but he has an opportunity to drive maybe three hours and go watch it. Does that not make sense? 
It's such a socialist. No, listen, it's not about that. No, the fan, no, because, no, because the fan, and that, and that, it is. But that, for the fan, but that man, cost, opportunity. I'm saying okay. but the actual event itself, it cheapens it is what I'm saying. Does it not cheapen El Clasico or no. the old firm derby? Or it no. cheapens it. it no, should be, I think it just gives you get to see everybody, maybe think, two times a year. No, I think it gives everybody a, a, a wonderful opportunity to go experience it themselves, wherever they are in the world. The exhibition yeah. matches. You need the exhibition money. matches. Did the players yeah, give a damn about it? Money. What's that? No, they don't give a shit who wins. No, right. No. So the they're there for the fitness. fans are being the fans are being cheated out of the real experience. Oh but come they're, on! They're seeing their, they're they're watching their icons, the people that they love in their stadiums, yes. jogging around the field at seventy five percent capacity. Like, come on! But that's all they're allowed to do. Just, again, I'm not I'm not blaming the players. I'm not blaming the fans for going to the game. I'm saying the actual event itself cheapens what should be some of this most special moments of the sporting calendar real madrid barcelona twice in la liga maybe in a champions league encounter who knows if you're lucky when they mean something if they played the, 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 play the roger center if they played in the roger center you'd go watch it you'd be the one of the first ones to buy a ticket oh he was there when they were here oh is that so mm, yeah and real madrid. i was in the press box yeah. actually and <laughs> training the day before uh, hey hey you grumpy you, take you can get but they weren't playing Everton. Charms, playing I just want to say, I just want to say, Charms, I'm so happy you took the two days off from Footy Prime and found your happy place up in Blue Mountain. <laughs> you are you are a special happy person. He's overcompensating. All this negativity we're getting in one <laughs> show here. Yeah. You'd think he wouldn't be so miserable after oh, taking a couple of days off. Well, he because said he got he got I didn't invite him. Being cheated. You, you, you are miserable. Yes, I don't know about beer fans. Taking advantage of. <laughs> I'm here. I'm the man of the people. Yeah, that's what it is. Man of the Come people. Come watch. Oh wow, guys, it's El Clasico in Vegas. Wow. Oh my. I never thought I'd see an El Clasico, but uh, I can now say I've seen one. No, you haven't. <laughs> you have not seen El Clasico. You've seen Barcelona play Real Madrid in this contrived plastic environment. It's different. No, it's different if we're talking about El Clasico played in December, a friendly in December, played at the El King Fayed Stadium in Saudi Arabia. That's different than this Why? preseason where they're looking for fitness, and they've made it a thing, these these preseason tours of the States. They are exciting. I saw PSG and Roma at Comerica Park in Detroit. That was awesome. Do you know how many games I've seen at Comerica Park? A thousand. Do you know what stands out to me? Beyond the Brandon Inge home runs and Miguel Cabrera home runs? PSG and Roma at Comerica. I've been to Fenway twice. I've never seen a Red Sox game. I've seen Sporting and Celtic, which was supposed to be Old Firm Derby, and the Boston Police Department would not agree to work it. So they had to cancel uh, and kick one of them out. They kicked Rangers out and brought Sporting in. And I saw Roma. Michael Bradley was playing for Roma. I think that was his first season there against Liverpool at Fenway. And that was special, man. That was special for me and for everybody that was there. No. It's not, you know, it's not, you've, you've, you've been to Euros, you, you've been to England, you've seen proper football matches. It's not the same. Look, I didn't it's like say going that. Going to the circus compared to going to the theater. Oh, it's both art. Uh, we were talking earlier about the moments that haunt you guys the most as players. Charms, as a broadcaster, what is the moment that haunts you the most? And why is it when you gave me my first chance on television? <laughs> I mean, the one that you almost didn't show up, that one? <laughs> you came cheap 
No, I was just in the makeup chair. Just... <laughs> from the rafters. From the rafters. You came cheap. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Well, I guess it doesn't matter that Rafinha's scoring goals then. You know, you say the players don't care. Does it count in his overall stats line? Oh, you know, when he retires, I scored 256 goals for 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 Barcelona, three on that North American preseason tour. No, it oh. doesn't count. Okay, you're good. So you're going to take away Erling Holland's special moment, right? That the Vikings scored He's at Lambeau score Field on the He's frozen tundra, and it doesn't count for shit. Yep, doesn't count for anything. I'm not arguing that's that not his first goal, even though he's, it's a preseason goal. Doesn't Thank you, Craig. Agreed. I'm not saying that it should count as stat sheets, but I think it's it's special for all the people that were involved, and it's somewhat poetic and hilarious that his first goal for Man City is at Lambeau Field. They've never hosted a soccer game ever at that stadium. And yet, Why for Man City and, and Bayern, they had 78,000 plus. 78,128 people watched Erling Holland score his first goal. And they watched both those teams play 40 minute, two 40 minute halves because of bloody lightning strikes and lightning delays that, uh, that shortened it. Hmm. There's a few Norwegians in the Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I do want to see the, this clip of uh, Matthias Delic. They, they passed him a cheese head and he like giggled and laughed about it. He refused to put it on. I don't know if he thought there was something else associated with that but he he didn't want to put it on he's like can you believe it they want me to wear the cheese head yeah that's what they do yeah he has no idea what they're doing no no he clearly hasn't got quite the same uh what's the word i'm looking for panache overseas as it does in in north america oh i can understand that and that's fine the green bay who hey arsenal won the florida cup go for they haven't won a cup for a few years Good on. Is that worth more than the Intertoto Cup? Yeah. No. <laughs> no, because well, the Intertoto got you into the UEFA Cup. Yeah. I don't think the Florida Cup gets you into shit. Was there three winners of the so. Florida Cup? <laughs> no, it, it gets you into all the nightclubs on South Beach, actually. <laughs> oh. Free access to live for the next year. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, there are perks. Mm-hmm. The Florida Cup. Mm-hmm. What is a big gator? What is it? I've never even seen it. You think they'll put it in a trophy cabinet? Why not? Well, I can't remember who was walking off the field with it, but he kind of put it under his arm like he was almost hiding it. Well, I mean, Arsenal haven't won very much for a while, have they? So, No, but i tell you who was pissed off years about ago. that. Arsenal beat Chelsea 4-1. to one. And if, did you see Thomas Tuchel's comments? He's questioning his team's commitment. Apparently ripped into them on, on the field as they were leaving. It feels a bit harsh in preseason. We're talking about this not meaning anything. He thinks that. I think it's a message to his, his new owner as well because he's saying lots of these guys are trying to find their way out of the club mm-hmm. and we need more help in the club. So make those sales, bring new guys in. It's getting, it's getting late. So I think he's getting a bit nervous. So it's Dave. Basically, he's blaming Dave. Yep. He wants, he wants Cesaro's Biliqueta out. Well, I've had Timo Werner is one of these guys that apparently is trying to engineer a move out. Uh-huh. And like Timo Werner, you had an opportunity. This is all on you, right? You've you've been given games and runs of games. It's your failure is all on yourself, and now he's trying to get out of the club. No time for that. Not having it. I'm not having it either. Uh, because you think he'd bet on himself in this situation. I understand last season maybe feeling slighted, like, hey, we just won the Champions League. I I know I wasn't great, 
but you've just gone out and spent a record to bring Lukaku back. Like you don't believe in me. I get that, but they've moved him out now. And you knew this was going to happen probably before the season ended. So if you're Werner, how are you not betting on yourself to, to play to your level and prove your worth to the team? Why do you want out now? Maybe there's something more to you. it. I'm with you. No, exactly. Now, there actually is a decent opportunity for you once again to play for one of the top teams in world football in the mm-hmm. best league. And I mean, if you've seen him play the last two years, B, I mean, the guy has no confidence left in front of goal. Mm-hmm. Maybe that translates to his life. Get me back to Germany. Could do. Yeah, could do. I'm not sure what would be the best situation for him. Back to Leipzig? I'm not sure. Track but, and field. Maybe maybe track and field because he can sure as hell run. He just can't kick yeah. a football. Go Canada. Four by one. Ooh, watch one. out. Amazing. So much fun. That's Wasn't DeG- it? DeGrasse with the anchor there, right? Yeah, it was amazing. But they were all amazing. Yeah. Yeah. They were amazing. They did. They did. They were seamless. Seamless. Mm-hmm. Great time to be a Canadian uh, sports fan right now. Jays yeah. are killing it. Uh, Brooke Henderson. Wanted to throw that out. Second major for Brooke. Yeah. You guys in your golf. Just because you can't golf doesn't mean you can't watch it. Good point. It's fair. It definitely comes <laughs> yeah. from envy. Yeah, you're right. That's why. That Jays golf. game, by the way, Blue Jays game was absolutely great. Like, uh, 26 to 5 or whatever it was? No, I think it was 28. 28, 28 to 5. They never scored that many runs. Red Sox have never given up that many runs. Blue Jays have never had that many hits. A guy had a six-hit game. There was an infield home, uh, ba- grand, grand slam. slam. Yeah. That's not part grand slam. Yeah. All when was one, this? On All Friday night. Yeah. Oh. Couple you nights, didn't hear yeah. about this, Pete? You must no. have heard about this. This record. Jesus no. Christ, where you got your head up your ass? No, no I no longer subscribe to the uh, Rogers fucking newsletter. I don't, I, uh, I don't get bombarded. But no one that. I know watches more sports than you. I thought right. for sure you would have heard of that. I'm just I'm watching good sports now. I'm not watching. Honestly, I love baseball. Baseball's my second, like, has been my second favorite sport. It was my first. Oh, good. It must God. be a distant favorite because they just it broke records the other night. <laughs> you can't, you can't sell me on baseball. Yeah. Well, then th- this is where I now I align with. Dry. This is where I'm starting to align more with Jimmy. Where like I still want to love it because I used to, but it's hard when my team sucks. The Tigers suck. And I just, I don't know. I, there's something about the Jays train that I just don't find appealing. You guys can tell me that you can go to a baseball game and sit there through all the innings and enjoy and know exactly what's going on. You, you guys can do that? I think no, it's nine innings. Going on. No, what's going on. No, I'm with you. It's boring That's why they call like, it a pastime, Jimmy. It's a pastime. <laughs> I'm drinking. I'm drinking six beers before the seventh inning, and yeah. I'm I'm having four hot dogs. Yeah. Tell me you're rich without telling me you're rich, Wanger. Wait, that's I gotta treat point, myself. Craig. Treat yourself, B. Sometimes yeah. treat yourself. A pastime. When does a pastime become a sport, or vice versa? Uh, that was well, my next question, Charms. Well, like you losers <laughs> in golf. Golf is not a sport. You watch this shit on TV. It's not. A, it's a recreational activity that someone realized you can make money off of, and ooh, the real estate's beautiful. Let's play it around the world. Okay, great. It's not a sport. Are you kidding me? It needs such everything. Skill. Such skill. Such skill, timing. power, and timing, I, and everything. the oh. actual mental strength is second to none. Yeah, I'm not taking away from darts either. When it comes hey, to hey, that. hey, mind your manners. Let's not get on the dart train here. <laughs> Golf is a recreational activity. Darts is that's a sport. I, that's what I think of car racing. 
I might as well just go and throw a couple of loonies into one of those car racing games. These guys any, are athletes. Any sport can be a recreational activity at a certain level, but it comes to a certain point when it becomes a sport, right? When when me and B are playing soccer, that's not a sport. I don't know what it is. It's not a sport, right? But it comes a certain point above us where, okay, now it's a legitimate sport. Okay, if we were going to play a three-on-three footy match, what would be fair teams? The, cl- the f- most fair teams. Jimmy and me mm-hmm. together. Because, yeah, I think Jim- Jimmy and me. And then, ooh, I don't know now. I don't know. I Look at those three. Who do you, which ones do you want? <laughs> You're drafting. <laughs> Hurting my feelings. <laughs> yeah, hold on. Who gave you first pick? <laughs> Sharps will pull a, pull a I, thumbnail. No, it's okay, Sunday let's night. Do it, let's do it now. Let's do it now. I'm Jimmy the host of the show. That's okay, how I get first Jimmy pick. Jimmy and Craig. Yeah, Jimmy. Okay. All right, go. Jimmy, okay, Jimmy, cool it. Heads or tails? Hold okay, on a I, second. Wait. We also got to get some things sorted out. The length of the game is very important. Because endurance <laughs> could change yeah. everything. Okay, okay so, so wait. So let me ask you something. So we're going to flip a coin. Yeah. So heads I win, tails he loses. And then head, <laughs> heads, heads mean, I win, you get tails, tails, you get yeah, tails he loses. Okay? <laughs> okay. Heads, Jimmy gets yeah, first right, pick. Jimmy. Go. Fuck off, Jimmy. Okay, Turkish. It's tails. Yeah, he loses, it's so I get pick. first pick. Okay, Craig, here you go. Nice try, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> you had me going there a little bit, but I must be honest. I know. I saw the little Well, I can't in. take Jimmy, right? No. No, you can't take Jimmy. Yeah, you guys are captains. No. You're two captains. You got first picks, though, right? And it's it's just a a recreational <laughs> Sunday afternoon game of football. Okay. It would not be how recreational. Long? How long? We would kill each other. This is how we break up Off the band. Half an hour? So two 15-minute halves. And, wow. hey, and after, after seven and a half minutes, we have water breaks. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm going to take Brendan. Wow. Okay. Because he knows I can finish. He's hurt. Shows my, you how bad I think of a question. You know, I'm so fucking offended right now. You should be. <laughs> no, no, I am well, like. Charles, I'm worried shot. about your like your fitness, and you, you might pull an Achilles in the first thirty seconds, know, and then they're right. I'm, I'm, I'm quite full of earlobes as far as cardio, but my muscles are definitely not last half an hour. There's no chance. Yeah. Okay, you're, so look, you're frail. You're a China doll. You're a fragile human. Here, here's here's my my situation right now. <laughs> I I I know I'm fucked, and I'm gonna end up with charms <laughs> <laughs> because if I take Wonger or JC, Stax is gonna pick one of them, and then I'm stuck with charms. So charms is on my team regardless here. <laughs> oh. It's breaking my heart. See, right I'm, now. I'm looking at JC because I think he could be a bit of a dark horse lunatic. He could mm-hmm. just start smashing people. I think so too. But yeah. then I'd look at Wonger and I'm going, okay, he can get in there. He's quick. He's fast. He's athletic. Can he kick a ball? That's the only fucking problem. He could catch them. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's your goalie. Oh, wait a second. So we're going two on two outfield players? Well, you can have a designated goalie, but you no, can the goalie's three the three. No, no, we're not playing with keepers. We're playing with the, one of those little, the, the, the little net. Okay, you're out then. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> no, I'll stick with you. I'll stick with you, B. Okay, I'm gonna. I'll, we're winning I'll, this, Gregor. Yeah, uh, I'll take Wonger. Mm. Gets in. That's what I wanted. That's what I wanted because I think that JC 
There's something about JC the game leaning towards. Yeah. yeah. Something yeah. about JC. You know what? He's just got that lunatic look sometimes. Charms yeah, he's is, got that, that mullet. That Charms, is feeling, Charms is feeling like his dad dad is about to put him on the other team right now. You know what? I think that you're oh, all yeah. you're punts. I'm thinking about that, too. <laughs> i got to think of the emotional breakdown here of Charms. Oh, he's feeling like the, what's his name, the Leaf that was almost the last pick. Albert from Canadian Tire Commercials. No, one from the Leafs, remember? Phil, was it Phil Kessel? Phil Kessel. Yeah. Uh, Phil Kessel. <laughs> Fat Phil. All right, I'll go with Charms only because I'm not sure. I know what Charms can do, which isn't a lot, but I don't know what. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what JC can do. I, I, See, I that's why. I, I, so I get JC, you take Charms. Okay. Just let pick yeah. the world's tallest midget. We've just won that. We've just won. <laughs> Very confident here. I so, think we crush you, actually. I'm, I'm confident. I like our team, Craig. Thanks for the faith. <laughs> okay. I love how we've stumbled into this great segment that may or may not just be the closer to the show. But we got Warner, a lot of competitions going on. We got a golf yeah, game. Yeah. What's the other one? Oh, so, at least we can do two of these at penalties. once. So one, we got the penalty shots. The penalty shootout penalty and this never game. Any of these. We can do something creative like, oh, I don't know, maybe this day and age we can actually get someone to film it. Hmm. And we can... We should do this before things get crazy. Certainly we'll do it in September. August. We'll do it in August. You know the Premier League's last words? There's no busy. way we're doing this. Why yeah, not? Because you live in Oshawa? Just have to get six of it. We just have to get together one you day. You can't get a Tuesday afternoon to come down to some oh, recreational no, that. park. That we know. Me, even before you arrived on the podcast, even before then, we had ideas, didn't we, to film things, <laughs> Craig? And it never happened. No, we're, we this, we're, this we're going to do. Oh no, we gotta film this. It's, it's gonna be yeah, Monty hey, Python. We we are the wolf pack. <laughs> Tell you what, hey, you're we're, we're a folded rugby team that yeah. much. We're a folded rugby team that's spent no, a lot of money. From, the, the, from the hang from the hangover. Oh, that's what we are for sure. Are you still hungover from Friday, buddy? I thought the No, no, I'm golden. Pizza. I'm gonna wake up with fake fake breasts. That pizza that, three. That pizza sorted me out at the end of the night. That was <laughs> I'll be stew. Instead of the moobs you got now? Yeah. yeah. My moobs are going uh, away. I lost 12 pounds. That's longer, amazing. That... 12 pounds in three weeks? Yeah. Like doing what? Was it diet? Not eating. Are you exercising? Yeah, I'm doing a hit, like high-intensity interval training. No bread, <laughs> no uh By the way, that pasta. was easy for you to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was I'm tough. I'm sorry to laugh at you. Yeah, I, I didn't even know. Doing hit. It. So I'm doing a hit, high-intensity interval training. Craig's yeah. doing and a hit no, as well. Yeah, well, of course he is. No. Um, I got a hit on TSN radio at 9 a.m. We're going to be done before then. I think so. Yeah. So I just said I'm going to stop eating so much food. That's all. Just it's amazing this, this new science that if you eat less and exercise more, you lose weight. It's crazy. Yeah. Isn't it? It's, it's uh, crazy. Yeah. But I, mine was my, my, my blood pressure was a little high. And so the doctor said lose 20 pounds. So I'm down to, I only have eight. Left. Good for you. We can't lose you, Wonger. We can't, no. we can't yeah. fucking lose you. We're, we're done. Uh, by, the, uh, by the way, Brendan, that pizza that we ate on Friday night, that would that put on a couple of pounds. That was oh, like a loaf of bread. Oh, that was – Oh, yeah. That, that was that raised uh, the blood pressure. Yeah. That was uh, – pizza's expensive now. Holy hell. But that was probably the What isn't expensive? Made. Yeah, good point. Like, good seriously, point. everything is out of control. Yeah. I was crushing $16 people, people drafts again suffering. yesterday. Yeah, like what the fuck? Honestly. Hey, how many tickets did you get at this beer fest? How many beers was were included in your tickets? We got uh, essentially five beers 
per $95 ticket. And then they oh, drank yeah. for free because they said they, they would put their chips <laughs> in the thing and just, yeah, did you see oh, the We knew people. Yeah. We knew people, man. Yeah. We ended it up, was, uh, we had a good day. Did you put there, your tokens in? Yep. Yep. Thank there you. was a moment in the tent where I thought the rest of the people in line are going to realize that we've not stood in line with them and we've never had an empty glass. Yeah. I was I was starting to, to feel worried. So then I stood in line like an idiot in the delirium tent for something with raspberry and chocolate and I went back I to didn't. Corona. I had the DJ filling my beer up. Mm. You know that's Sri Sharman, you had this before. That's Sri Lankan. It's is it Sin the Sinha or is that the Thai one? That's Thai Sin, Thai one. No, I think it's the the Sri Lankan one. Oh, Singha is the Thai one. Singha oh, yeah. is the Sri Lankan one. Oh, and they have a know. stout that is amazing. Really, excellent, excellent. Like compared to Guinness, no. Buddy. Are they I'm using Sri Lankan water? Or I don't know. They can't ship anything out of there. Maybe They're having the, a hell of a time there. Awful. Yeah. No. Okay. So when we get together, so perfect summer beer. This Singha stout. When we get together for the soccer game. I will. I will bring that out. Uh, Wonger, did you want to hit the mail sack? Uh, I want to save it for Wednesday night, brother. Okay, bro. We'll o- only save. because we've. Uh, I. I. I just would rather stay on course with this one. Aren't you away <laughs> on Wednesday? I am. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to be somebody else's sack. Yeah. It's not the same. If it's if it's someone else's sack, is it even? Is okay, it even I'll, I'll bring out the sack. I'll bring out the sack. It's from Peter Ferreira. Just listen to your Friday's podcast as usual. Entertaining and informative. Only point I disagreed on was on most Portuguese having eight names. I feel cheated as I only have five to Ronaldo's, <laughs> Ronaldo's name. Unsure if it was ever eight. Dr. Google shows him as Cristiano Ronaldo dos Santos Avero. So go. why... Was eight a? I guess the question is: Beatles was eight. Is it not eight, or is it five? I, I think I may have been exaggerating. Okay, they, they were hyper, hyperbolic. No, there, there are definitely people with eight, but you can choose to not pass it down, right? You could choose to omit it from your child. So maybe you're, yeah, you know, you going your for parents or yeah, father-in-law, or going for a more traditional. Like I don't have, uh, I only have three names, but my mother has five. Oh. So it wasn't passed. It wasn't passed down. There's got to be a limit from the Portuguese side, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's a Portuguese name, Felix. I mean, if you really want to go ancestry.ca, it's a French name. But yes, there's generations of Portuguese Felix. Hey, B, just so you know, <laughs> Sinha has 8.8% alcohol, too. In one yeah, that's why I liked it. In the stout? In the stout. I just Ooh. looked it up. No wonder you're flying. Like and you're right. Is yeah. it the same Lincoln. texture, B, as a Guinness? Same consistency? Creamy? Yeah, I, I would say it's, it, it leans more to a porter mm. in comparison to the Guinness, but it's not necessarily as dry. I like a creamy stout myself. Mm. Yeah. And well, well, maybe it's Jimmy. creamy if it's not 38 degrees <laughs> outside. Jimmy was drinking a 1.5%. <laughs> there was a tent. There was a Heineken Zero tent. I saw. Oh. I thought Who was, was in there apart from the losers? Not this guy. Responsible drivers, James. Zero point one percent. Jimmy have been in there. Oh, it's only ten calories. Woohoo! Want to bet on it? <laughs> there was no Guinness. There was no Heineken. There was no Grosch. So, stick to what you know. And I know a good Corona. Plus, they were free from the and, DJ. Yeah, and somebody else that worked there. 
a beer festival is for trying beers. Yeah. Stopping and I tried, the and I, and I tried the cold Coronas and I liked it. <laughs> so I continued drinking it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I'll stick to what I know is that when we go over an hour, we lose people. So I think we're at that point now where we can put a bow on the show. Yeah. We lost JC about half an hour ago. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm still here. No. En français. Les architectes pour la race ici. Mais oui. Can I, bon. can, can I close out the show en français? Uh, you can close out the show en français, yeah. I don't know how to say newspapers en français. So achète, achète des journaux. Achète des journaux. Et faire que t'as long qu'on voit, c'est pas t'as la foutue prime, et la charmeur, et Brennan, et Starks, et Danouan, et Brennan de Lap, et qui bain le newspaper, etc. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 